Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, I did want to ask you about this Connor Stallion story. This cheating story at Michigan just gets stranger and stranger. You know the story that they've been scouting other teams on their schedule in person, which you can't do during the season. And now there's a picture, allegedly, of Connor Stallions, who is the guy who's been doing all these things and making all these trips, apparently on the sidelines of a Central Michigan game at a Chippewas game earlier this season because the Chippewas were playing Michigan State, which is obviously on Michigan's schedule. And it looks like the guy. It looks like him. Exact. And he's wearing Chippewas gear. Like, how in the world do you infiltrate if this is true? And it certainly looks to be that way. If you, How do you get on the sidelines of another team dressed in their gear to scout an opponent when you work for another school? Did he pay someone off? And also someone pointed out that he has these, these glasses on, these sunglasses, and the sun is down, and there's this blue light that comes on, on the glasses, like he's recording video while he's on the sideline. I don't know if that's going on. Whatever the reason or whatever's going on here, it just gets more bizarre by the week. Yeah, at this point, the only thing Michigan can claim is like, these are AI generated pictures because that's literally the only thing they can say because these pictures look more and more incriminating. But when it comes Mm -hmm. to college football games, the sideline is way less regulated than NFL games. As somebody who covered college football for a good chunk of my mm, broadcasting career when I was in Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, I'll tell you a story how I got my husband on the sideline without a media pass at the Iron Bowl, at the kick six game. It was a huge game, one of the best college football games uh, in recent history. There are so many people on the sidelines at college games because they have recruits, they have boosters, Mm -hmm. they have, you know, just random people who I guess wandered out there. So it's far less regulated than NFL games. And you'll see this watching college football games. When somebody makes a, a, a pass or catches a pass on the sideline or towards yeah. the sidelines, there's a whole host of people. In the yes. NFL, the sidelines are way more sparse. So maybe this is how he's getting out there. Because I'll say firsthand, these sidelines, 
it's not that they're easy to get onto. It's definitely yes. way easier than NFL games, though. Well, what's interesting to me is I feel like, especially at a Central Michigan game, like security is going to be even more lax than at a major right. university. Like even when I go out to the commanders once a week to do their podcast and I go there every week and the guy at the security gate, he still doesn't know me after all this time. Every single week, I'm like, dude, I show up at the same time every week. I have the same explanation. But last week, I just acted like I belonged and I could tell he didn't recognize me. I could tell I could just, you know how you, you see a look in someone's eyes, like he doesn't quite get who I am. And I was like, which is not a big deal, but I just wanted to try. I was like, hey, how you doing? And I just kind of waved and walked on. Like, not a big deal. I'll just walk on. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, sometimes if you just act like you belong there, like it's not a big deal, they'll just kind of wave you in, especially at maybe Central Michigan. So maybe that's going on. Whatever it is. Oh, Bill is putting this in the chat. So the defensive backs coach for CMU or a defensive coach at CMU, Mike Zordich, coach D-backs at Michigan from 2015 to 2020. So there's a connection there as well. Maybe that's it. I mean, if you coached at Michigan and you still have loyalties to the Wolverines, maybe that's your end right there. I'm just wondering who the fall guy is going to be because doesn't it feel like when a school is involved in a huge scandal, they find a ghost to like push it yes. off into like a fall guy. So maybe they're just going to say Connor Stallions did this all on his <laughs> own accord. He wanted to wear those no video way. recording sunglasses, <laughs> but I just don't have a ton of faith in the NCAA to be good at their jobs here. Cause right. it feels like there's definitely something that, uh, that Michigan is doing wrong. Right. Like, doesn't it just, it feels like there's too many signs. Usually when there's smoke, there's fire. And we've seen, you know, just smoke everywhere. It's like smoke bombs going off all over the country <laughs> on these sidelines. So I'm not sure like what the NCAA is going to peg them for, but in the short term, do you think this is going to affect this season for Michigan? No. I mean, they are violating an actual NCAA rule, a regulation. So they this is this is why the NCAA is investigating it and purportedly the FBI is involved. I don't know about that, but they are breaking a rule. The question is, will the NCAA do anything about it? I don't think so. And also, I don't think it's going to affect Michigan at all. Michigan arguably has the top team in the country. And if it hasn't affected them yet, I don't think it's going to affect them now. They look dominant as ever. I don't think it's going to affect their on-field performance because obviously these cheating instances or alleged cheating instances are helping them. But yes. when it comes to the committee, because college football has the college football playoff mm -hmm. where people have to vote you in. Do you think this is where some of the voters who are on the board say, okay, something's not right at Michigan. Maybe mm -hmm. I don't want to vote for him. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, well, to your point, the college football playoff rankings were released yesterday. The first release of these rankings, Ohio State is number one. Georgia is number two. Michigan is number three. Florida State is number four. And then you've got Washington, Oregon, and Texas at the five, six, and seven spots. So maybe this is an instance of this happening. I don't know. Maybe this is too conspiracy theorist-ish if you will, but Michigan at number three, I, I, I was stunned to see Ohio State at number one. I think Michigan has clearly looked better than Ohio State this season. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and it's just, it's going to be interesting to see because think of all the evidence that we're already seeing. And this is yeah. only the 1st of November. So fast forward to the end of the season. If we think any other evidence comes to light that could be putting Michigan in jeopardy, Maybe you should bet on Ohio State to like get in there or do something uh, when it comes to the betting odds. I do think some of these conference uh, odds are maybe a little enticing because for the Big Ten, Michigan the favorite to win the Big Ten at minus 110, which I think is fair. Uh, I do think, like you said, Michigan looks like the better team there. Ohio State plus 140. It looks like a two-horse race. And then out in the Pac-12, Oregon plus 110, the favorites to win the Pac-12 mm-hmm. behind Washington, who they've already beaten uh, Washington plus 140. And then uh, the SEC, that's not much of a race. Georgia minus 185. And same goes for ACC. Florida State minus 350. Do you think you'd be making any of these bets for uh, one of these underdogs to win either the Pac-12 or the Big Ten? I don't think so. I think what I would do is I would find a way to bet on one of these teams to maybe make the playoff if you could find that bet. Or maybe win the national title yeah. if you want even more value. Just because, like, Oregon, I think Oregon will end up winning the Pac-12. They have looked like the better team, and they should have beaten Washington. I think Dan Lanning, by his own admission, gave that game away by virtue of going for it on fourth down at every single opportunity. But Oregon has looked like the better team, the more consistent team. Regardless, if you think one of those teams right now, like a Washington, like an Oregon, maybe Texas, maybe Bam, if one of those teams has a chance to make the college football playoff or you feel that way, this is the time to maybe get them at plus money because if we see chaos down the stretch, and we usually do, this will change. That's the one thing we do know. These rankings will change and change rapidly. 
Oh, for sure, because we have a lot of big games still left on the schedule for most of these teams. But I think you hit the nail on the head with Oregon. Right now, they're, what, 14-1 to to win the national championship? I think they definitely have the pieces to at least contend with some of those big-name teams. I think what you're betting on is them to kind of slide in there, which I don't think is that crazy of a take, especially when you have a great quarterback who's been there for – forever Bo Nix has been in college football for a long time uh so I think that is probably the best play at least for me from a value perspective but I'm not gonna lie I feel like I'm not super high on Georgia at least for the numbers that are posted what about Florida State do you think Florida State has an outside shot to win it because obviously they're one of the favorites to make it in the college football playoff I'm not going to lie, I haven't watched a ton of FSU in the games that I have watched. They have been fighting tooth and nail with, like, bad teams. I remember watching, like, what was yeah. it, the Boston College game? So that kind of mm-hmm. scares me that sometimes they play down to the level of their competition. But still, they have pretty much a cakewalk towards the college football playoff. So that's built in to that number as well because, you know, Clemson had a – a paved road to the college mm-hmm. football playoff and they couldn't get there. So looks like it's Florida state. That's going to be representing the ACC. Or do you think there's a chance that they would leave the ACC out? Cause the ACC as a conference has not looked very good. I agree. If, if Florida state loses a game, the problem is I don't think you're going to lose a game. So an undefeated yeah. Florida state is going to get into the college football playoff. Yes. It's a weaker conference, but also you can't deny how good they have looked. Jordan Travis looks unbelievable. Keon Coleman has just been unstoppable. So they have the talent and they have the resume by virtue of the fact that they're undefeated to make the playoff. But you're right in that they cannot afford a loss at all. And also, I will say this, their best win is over Clemson, or at least it looked that way at the time. And now looking back, it doesn't seem that impressive at all. Right, but I think your biggest point is if they are undefeated from a Power 5 conference, they will have to get in. There's no question. They will be in. So you can argue strength of schedule all you want. It's still the ACC. It's still Power 5. And the eye test tells you, okay, maybe this isn't the strongest team in the country, no question, but there's no denying the talent that Florida State has. All they have to do is avoid a landmine down the stretch. And, of course, me, I need chaos. I need Texas at 7 to slip in. But what I feel like is going to happen now, the closer we get, is that they're going to be right there on the outside looking in. But we will see this change because Ohio State and Michigan play one another. Washington and Oregon play one another. We still get an SEC championship game, which could pit Georgia and Alabama. So this thing is far from done. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.